Yo, hello everyone, and welcome back to another uh, From the South with Love. How's everyone doing? How, how's it going, bro? Yo, yeah, we're back at it like we never left. This is uh, it's been a minute, bro. Um, man, I had some beautiful things happen in life. Um, yeah, man, beautiful you know I mean? things, bro. I take a lot of time. Um, but yeah, man, everything's uh, looking good right now, man, and on a lot of fronts, but um yeah, man. So shout out to everybody. You know, what I'm saying who knows what's up right now. But uh, yeah, man, this 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 has been it's been a little different. So, but yeah, man, we we back at it. Uh, it's been a lot, bro. That we don't we don't kind a of miss <laughs> a lot that we don't miss. Uh, from you know basketball stuff, playoffs is going on to you know civil unrest and a, a full ass election going on. It's still COVID out there, you know. You know, COVID. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So you know how everything, everything is just heightened at this point. It's it's a lot going on. It's a lot of energy. You said you said it all right there, dog. I mean, it's a lot of energy, a lot of energy being spent, a lot of energy being yeah. put out there, negative, positive. But yeah, man. I guess we get we, we can get to this shit. But man, it's uh, yeah, man. I don't know where to start. Where to begin? You know? Yeah, man. Let's 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 start. Uh, so. Let's start with the, the the elephant in the room. So, of course, we said that this was once a sports podcast. And then, you know, a lot of uh, black people were getting killed uh, publicly, so we had to address that. So, um, Jacob Blake um, shot seventh in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is, you know... Uh, I don't know. That's it's like the outskirts of Milwaukee, right? I think uh, something like that. But um, yeah, something like that. I think it's closer to Milwaukee, like closer to the Milwaukee side than like the Green right. Bay side. You know? Right. Yeah. So you know, it has black people there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, there was uh, the man was shot, twenty nine years old, shot seven times. Uh, you know, the stories stories change on why, you know, he was at where he was at. You know, some say he was allegedly breaking up a fight. Some say he was part of the fight. But um, regardless, he got shot seven times in the back while getting in the car while his kids were in the car. Um, Wild stuff, man. Um, But fortunately, and kind of unfortunate in, you know, the totality of the stat, He's one of the lucky ones because um, he was able to live, able to make a, a recovery. I mean, he is paralyzed from the waist down at the moment, but that's you know that's a story that a lot of uh, people, especially at, uh, people that we have talked to on the show, man and woman, uh, that didn't get the the half. They didn't have a, a chance to, you know be alive after getting shot by police so yeah i mean that's uh that's all facts i mean it, it was um it was just a crazy situation man i mean we see you know the video drop i mean i mean i don't know where the original drop was but the first one i seen was of course you know ben crump first nigga on the scene as usual uh either him or lee mayor you know it's gonna be one of the two um but i mean i feel like you know just checking that, checking it out. It was just like it was crazy, man. Um, you know, I don't know um, all the particulars there, but I mean, like you said, you know, there was it was a story that you know he, you know, was obviously uh, they say he was breaking something up. Then they, 
course, after the fact, turn around and say, "Oh, he was going for a knife." You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. You know, you know, they, you know, they put that shit out there. Um, I mean, it was kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's three cops, that, at least in the shot that I was, I'm looking at. Um, and you know, he just, he just behind the car, and then all of a sudden, the video just magically starts right then, with a nigga just getting up and, and just starts walking away from the cops. Um, and I mean, it's just, you know, it, it just, it looks kind of weird. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think, you know, there's been a lot of questions raised about it, um, uh, you know, rightfully so, but I mean, I, I think it's just, you know, regardless, it's an unfortunate, uh, situation. Um, you know, so, I mean, you know, just looking at it from that standpoint, I mean, there was not a, um, you know, obviously there weren't any flashes from the muzzles of the guns. That's what like we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Usually you'll see some sort of, uh, some sort of light, some sort of flash come from that and for it to be seven shots at point blank range, no matter if it's a nine or a 45, a lot of people feel like, you know, it, it's, it's impossible to, to survive something like that. So, you know, regardless, um, you know, I, you know, there's, you know, obviously there's going to be differing opinions on that, on the legitimacy of a lot of these events, uh, you know, and, and, you know, we have obviously, you know, a lot of the question marks around the George Floyd situation as well. Um, but, you know, regardless, you know, these things, no matter how they've developed or how they were brought to pass, they galvanize the country and they get people riled up. And, you know, we see, you know, obviously the, you know, the left kind of comes in and, you know, they, you know, they really start, you know, getting everybody, uh, getting everybody riled up. And, you know, I feel like it's, you know, you see riots, obviously, you know, pop off and, you know, it's just so many white people at these riots. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's so white. So white. Um, you know, I, I just I'm looking for the black people. I mean, you know, there was a little bit of peaceful, you know, uh, you know, black folks doing things, protests or whatever. You know, that first night, that's night, night two, shit, shit just got out of pocket. Like it was, just, it was just all white, all anarchy, all chaos, all Antifa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's 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 just interesting, man, um, to to look at that unfold. Um, then you got the whole situation with his pops coming out, you know, and obviously, he's, you know. He apparently just had the greatest, you know, conversation ever with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. You know what I mean? Like he said, you know, Joe oh. feel like an uncle and Kamala feel like a, you know, a sister. You know what I mean? Like nasty, just... nasty work uh, <laughs> with the with, with this election. We'll talk yeah. about that when we talk about uh, another passing uh, later True. on in the show. Yeah. Nasty work, though. Very nasty work. Capitalizing, capitalizing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is nasty. Uh, but <clears throat> yes, uh, the protests and riots and all that was so white that um, there was a gunman that uh, oh, that was there and shot uh, shot three uh, people yeah. and I think killed two and I think two of them were white <laughs> that he yeah. killed. So I think he shot a black person too, or you know some. I, don't know all the the, the facts. Uh, pardon me for for the the ignorance on that, but still, yeah. and you know, say what you want about whether you know the police are uh, or whoever uh, gets shot as a criminal. Because a lot, you know, uh, well, actually, type people want to say this person's charged with this, or this person, you know, is wanted for this. Uh, this man shot three people, killed two people. Uh, with us, uh, what was it, AR fifteen? Like AR fifteen to me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was AR fifteen. Seventeen years old, which is illegal uh, in any state. Um, because uh, at least eighteen, 
in, the, in the bottom of the states. I mean, you know, depending on your parents, but you can't cross because he was from Illinois. You can't cross state lines with a gun, even if you know you can be lenient in your state. Uh, pass the police. Pass several police. About five, you know, jeep tank things and police squad cars. You know what happened to him? Not a damn thing. He kept walking and went home <laughs> <laughs> to Illinois. <laughs> let me let me hop back in this Camry. <laughs> let, me, let me go ahead and pull over. You know, say the racetrack, fill back up, <laughs> and take about to home. Probably got something to, something to eat on the way back. Yeah, know. probably, you know, stop at Taco Bell. It was late, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, lay his head, and then, you know, probably around noon, he got he got uh, a call. His folks got a call. It was like, hey, your son was seen uh, shooting somebody. We got we to gotta, uh, arrest him. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, on national news now. <laughs> so, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse. This, this yes. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah Rittenhouse. He's a, a minor, 17 years old. This man is, uh, yeah, with travel across state lines to do this. Um, dog. Like, I mean, I think it's, it's crazy, man, because, you know, a lot of people talk about how, how he's, you know, signaling police. You know, he, you know, he knew the signs. He knew, like, the, the signs to, 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 to give them. Um, and, like, they just are out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, we, we see this. Like, he, I guess he on our side, basically, right? So these motherfuckers are just like, they let him do whatever he wants to do. Um, I did watch the video. I mean, I, I, the video was interesting. And my sources are telling me that, you know, these, these are three white people. You know what I'm saying? And a black oh, person. Oh, and then okay. Thing. Oh, um, okay. I thought the last one that got away uh, was, was black. Yeah. All these, um, yeah, all the names, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, uh, yeah, none of them, uh, they, they, I, I don't have them uh, handy, but uh, I believe it was, yeah, I don't want to uh, butcher the names or anything like that, but I remember some of them being a little bit difficult. To pronounce, but I'll say, man, you know, it was interesting, you know, just taking a look at that, man, you know, seeing like, wow, you know, where, where the black, black people in this story, you know, they really want us to really get, you know, get, uh, get, uh, you know, pissed off about, you know, him, you know, the, the racist killing, you know, but it's, it's kind of like, well, you know, like, I don't really see, it seems like white people with the same white folks problems. Like, this, this yeah. don't really seem, this don't really seem, this don't really seem like it's got nothing to do. Like, hey, black people, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, they handle it how they handle all the mass shootings. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how, you know, I'm the sure. Kid you know, yeah, you know, the, the Columbine kid probably, you know, just got escorted out. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. If, I, I can't remember but that. But then again, when, they, when white people do kill black people, they, they get treated with kid gloves, too. So. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, they, they damn sure get it when they, when they knock us off. They actually get, um, they actually get fed <laughs> yeah, they, they get taken. They get they get to have it their way. You know, yeah, uh, they get they get supersized meals. So they, 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 they get that good. Yeah, I mean this this motherfucker like he he knew what the fuck he was doing like this mother, like he like I mean it looked like the shit jammed on him. You know what I'm saying? He cleared that bitch out. You know what I'm saying? Like like this like this wasn't his first rodeo. You know what I mean? Um, so he, he definitely been shooting that motherfucker for a minute. Um, he been shooting for a while. Yeah, he's. The only thing I will say in his defense, though, I mean, this motherfucker, he, like, what, he wasn't a t- like he, they was chasing this nigga. He, he was just sitting there with his gun. You know what I'm saying? They started chasing this motherfucker. Nah, <laughs> like, the the first person he shot, um, you know, it was just a, a verbal altercation. Yeah, 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 and then um, he shot him point blank. And then um, everybody tries to chase him down, and that's the video that's that's popular. Yeah. Um, 
the chase down uh, after the first the first killing was the chase down is the video that's popular. They didn't they didn't get the first killing uh, videotape, but the second and third person getting shot they got that on tape because they tried to say, chase him down, take his gun. You know he he shot him. You know point blank, dude was dead almost immediately, and another dude you know limped away with one arm now. Because you know, yeah, it's it's a it's a uh, basically a, a right wing versus Antifa uh, shootout that took place. Um, <laughs> oh, militia, you know, you know, the, you know, uh, Midwest militia or something. Uh, so I said all that to say this. Uh, uh, that was on the news nationwide. Uh, Jacob Blake getting shot nationwide. And, you know, Milwaukee Bucks, um, they saw this. You know, everybody's in a bubble. You know, it's just like, so social media is definitely, this is the most any athlete has been tweeting and been on Twitter because there's nothing else to do in a bubble. So that's why you get so many LeBron James uh, tweets. We'll get about that. We'll talk about that in just a moment, too. But um, yeah, Bucks see all this, you know, you know this is just in their backyard, you know. They it was like, fuck it, we ain't going. Uh, shout out to uh, George Hill, who kind of was like, now nah, I think we should take this time and just like not play. And so they decided to, uh, you know, uh, kind of walk out of the game. Well, they didn't even walk walk into the game. Uh, they were playing the Magic. Uh, the magic was like, we're not going to accept the forfeit. So they decided to uh, to uh, walk out the game. And then it's a domino effect of teams after teams after teams. Two days of, of, uh, of playoff games were, were halted because uh, they decided to take a stand uh, for Jacob Blake and the uh, injustices that uh, – Black people are facing uh, due to the police and other systematic things, you know, systemic things uh, that has happened to us or is happening to us. So, how do you feel about uh, you know that little that little mini strike? I mean, don't get me wrong; it did stop sports. There was no sports those two days, like none. Yeah, yeah, there were no sports for a couple of days. Um... You know, I mean, you had it. You hit the nail on the head with the the mini, the mini strike. <laughs> you know, these niggas basically just just called in for a day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it, it 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 um, it's one of those things that I just don't know how meaningful it is when it's you know capitulated. Uh, you know, <laughs> you capitulate to you know the the powers that be so quickly. Like, I mean, it 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 almost. I think you know, it, it's one of those things that. When I see Stephen A. Smith agreeing with your protest, it's kind of like, man, how impactful is this protest? Um, you know, like how how much are we really getting out of this? You know, and we were pretty, uh, you know, we, a lot of people, you know, have talked about this at length, but before this even started, you know, you know, there was an idea floated out here that, you know, maybe this ain't the right time to play basketball. Maybe this is a time where we need to, you know, sit back and, you know, let our voices be known and saying, hey, we're not we're not doing shit for y'all. You know what I'm saying, y'all motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Get Trump up, Trump up out of here, y'all selves. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that shit. We're not doing any of this shit for y'all. 
You know what I'm saying? We are sitting here for standing for 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 us. You know what I'm saying? And not for nobody the fuck else, but the standing for our people. Um, you know, that was floated out there by Kyrie Irving. You know what I'm saying? You had somebody who uh basically coming out here with a plan saying, Look, this is what we need to do. Um, you know, I'm and coming at it from a conscious standpoint, you know, you know, but you know, obviously he gets labeled as a disruptor, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, apparently, you know, and, and, and there's di- differing opinions out there, you know, we had you talked to people, you know, some people say a lot more players than not didn't want to play, you know what I'm saying, for a lot of reasons. Um, but you know, be that as it may, y'all niggas ended up still ended up playing, y'all still ended up, you know, going away, going to get going towards the grain essentially, uh, and doing exactly what the fuck y'all, y'all were told. Um, and then you know, you end up with a situation like this. So, you know, what they do is they 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 decide to stand up now after the fact, um, when they are so deep in, you know what I mean, and you know, basically say, all right, now we're gonna now we're gonna make a stand, but it's like this shit don't really don't really resonate if you don't follow through with it. And I think it, it makes people Look at y'all, like y'all. It, it, it's like y'all kind of validate the shut up and dribble thing when you 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 basically are, are walking away from the table. Like, all right, you know, we 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 just taking this one day off. You know what I mean? We we back at it. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't it ain't gonna stop nothing. Let's just put let's let's, let's bolden the the Black Lives Matter shit on the court. Let's put it in italics. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's, let's throw an underline <laughs> in front of it. And now now we really you know what I'm saying really about to make a change. It's like, bro, like you gotta really follow through with that kind of shit. Otherwise, people ain't gonna take you seriously. And that's why you know. Obviously, you know, we, we're not going to get too political, but you know what I'm saying? You know how certain people take your vote for granted because they, they know that at the end of the day, that motherfucker's going to do what y'all got to do for this check. And yes. I think, you know, at the end of the day, it, that, that's something's got to something got to give. If you're going you to make some some change out here, you got LeBron out here reading Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't know if this nigga, they, they got all these pictures of him reading this shit. I don't know if you just read the table of contents, my nigga. Like, or you just, like damn, this, this shit going off. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what happened, bro. Like, I don't know if you went through chapter one and it's like, this nigga is really cooking me. Let me put it down. I, I don't know what, what happened there. But like, I thought, it's like when I first heard it, I was like, oh shit, it's some, something about that. They about to really say fuck this shit. But no, it's um, it's it's it, it's you know business as usual. Uh, we're we're, yeah. we're we're back here, uh, you know, just 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 playing around. Nothing, nothing's changed. So I don't know, man. I mean, I I'm, I wasn't that impressed by it at the end of the day. Um, I thought it had a potential to do something. I, I still don't necessarily know if Jacob Blake is, is the the flag you want to hang it on. But you know, I felt like it was a lot. You know, a lot of the more shit that was really hitting me. You know, what I'm saying like what was happening before that. Um, you know what I mean? But I mean, obviously, you know, whatever it takes to get you galvanized, hey, that, 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 that's, hey, do you. But, you know, I just think that, you know, it just, it was an opportunity, you know, to really send that message and a message that, you know, a lot of people have been thinking y'all need to send for a minute. We're not going to sit back and entertain y'all motherfuckers as, as y'all continue to, you know, basically treat us, you know, like dogs in the street. Um, so, you know, I mean, then obviously it culminated, right? Kenny Smith walks off the set. Like, just, like fuck this shit. I'm, 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 I'm about this bitch too. Like, nigga, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm gonna help out my, my brothers, brothers in the league. <laughs> Bro, like, this nigga Shaq and, Shaq and Charles just sat there, like, she, she, but it was the most because he didn't just walk out of set, you know, he had to unplug all the shit, so the shit took like a good, you know, 36 seconds for him to get, to get out of his, it was just quiet. He had to take, he had to unplug stuff, he had to sign out of, uh, out of shit. It was just, you know, it was a, it was a moment, and uh, Shaq's a cop, and you know. And uh, Chuck is uh, a Republican, so you know they wasn't gonna uh, get up off of that. This is like, come on, we about our money, man. I forgot Chuck. So, um, yeah, and uh, shout out to Bomani Jones. I was listening to his show, Mm 
and he, and he was talking about you know uh, the protest is is more of a, a young man's thing, and you know LeBron James trying to trying to be the face of it, even though his ties are definitely to more uh, you know centralist. Uh, where, you know, it's all about the dollar and all about the greater good, you know, even though he has to save face for being a black man, it's, uh, it's, he still, he still got his hand, you know, still got his hands in his pocket, essentially. Yeah, it's no doubt, man. Um, you know, it was, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they got a lot of different opinions about, you know, what would cause it, you know, a lot of people, you know, I know, uh, and that was you who, you know, hit me with the, you know, saying, hey, Nike, you know, hit, hit up LeBron, you know, hey, <laughs> like, no, no, nigga, get, get your ass back yeah. on the court. <laughs> like, that, that may not have been true, because, you know, but, or maybe it was, because immediately after I said that, Nike made out a statement saying they support all the athletes. Uh, yeah. Uh, standing out. So I, I, I bet like, they do. I bet they support. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, China, obviously, you know, you know, they, they control LeBron as well. You know, he basically, um, you know, it, it's kind of showing, um, you know, obviously they're, they're I don't want to make this into like some sort of bashing session because he does no, great no, things no. off the court. Um, but, you know, sometimes you're a, kind of a fish out of water and you do need to let the, the, the young buck cook. And it's kind of like I feel like if Cleveland and, you know, if Kyrie and LeBron was in Cleveland still right now, this would probably be the point, you know, what I'm saying where. You know, you would kind of let this nigga cook a little bit more, kind of like you know how Dwayne passed the torch right. to LeBron in Miami, and I think kind of like just from this social standpoint, like I feel like that shit. You know, LeBron is obviously the leader of the league in all these ways, um, but I mean, when you and Chris Paul are out here trying to like, you know what, let's ask Barack Obama what we should do, like, like nigga, like what? Right. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> the older I get, you know, because. When I was in, in college, 2008, uh, Barack, you know, I, I voted because it was the first time I was supposed to vote, and no Barack was was the uh, was the quality choice. Yes, not just because he was black, because he was just the quality choice of you know, it was McCain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, like, it was. Yeah, uh, it, it just was a, a quality choice. But the older I get, the more I'm like, ah, Obama is America's, you know, we got a black friend. <laughs> He's the one. Like, that, that's, the one they, that's the one they go to. Yeah, he plays basketball. He has a beautiful black wife, beautiful black daughters. Yeah. You yeah. know, he... He, you know, he's his uh, his father was an immigrant, raised single mother. Checks all the boxes. Uh, checks all the boxes. Um, you know, so it's it, don't want to turn into the bashing session, but you know, there's other people you could uh, talk to instead of Obama. I mean, Obama is ears us to the streets. Uh, I guess, but uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's the guy you talk to. He, he knows yeah. a lot about, about your struggle, nigga. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he knows about the struggle of the uh, Midwestern black man. But um, you know, it's, it's crazy. We, we can go on a tangent on that. Um, but <laughs> I mean, you know, this this government is really oppressing us. So you know, who we should talk to? Let's talk to this government. 
about what we should do to stop being oppressed by this government. It's like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how does this make sense? Um, it doesn't it doesn't make sense? Uh, but you know, shout out to Obama, you know, what? and shout out to LeBron. Yeah, incredible uh, idea. Incredible but, idea. Uh, yeah, Play. that was that was uh, a, a good break. I guess they needed um, those two days. I think right did. when they came back, we got some good uh, basketball. And I think it will help them, like especially like the Lakers. Like shit, that's gonna help you. Yeah. You know, get getting get, get the legs up under you a little bit. Dog, we got we had some great games. We didn't touch on you know. Uh, you know the the last round how it ended, but man, it was it was some some heaters since we didn't last talk, man. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah, man. I'm gonna let you hit. I'm gonna let you get in get get into some of these uh, some of these game things. We had a few, man, um, cause, you know, because we are a uh, uh, what's in our face society. We the last game, you know, was OKC game seven, Houston Rockets. Um, man, that. That ending, actually, the last few games endings have been the most bizarre, most uh, March Madness esque uh, endings, if I would say so myself. Um, yeah, man. Um, Harden played terrible last night, and they still won. And and I think. Chris Paul is cursed, because um, you know he he cannot win a, a game seven to uh, save his life. He cannot. He cannot. Is I think he's cursed. He had all the opportunities. OKC looked way better than anybody would have thought they look. Um, but and you know Houston wasn't playing its best. Um, you know, and they could have won that. But hence they did not win that. They uh they lost it yeah. in the most bizarre way. But um it yeah, man. It, it was a it's a rough way to lose. So you gotta think about a rough way to lose. Lo- losing um like one of the games, losing at uh at zero zero, shout out to uh Miami. Uh <laughs> Following at the last split second for them to shoot two when the game is tied, it's, it's a tough way to lose. Um, tough man, um, man. Yeah, how do you feel Dort, about? Huh? Shout out to Lou Dort, man. He, he was he was balling. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he was he was keeping OKC in it, man. Instead of just hitting shot after shot. Yeah, um, yeah you, you know, it was, his, it was his game. And I mean, I it's like you can't. I don't knock them for going to him. I mean, at the end of the game, you know what I'm saying? Because my man was like, you know, knocking down all these shots. I mean, like, who, he, he ride the hot hand. Obviously, you know, Chris Paul had his own opportunities as well in the mid range when he was being guarded. Um, and he was able to, you know, get a little bit of separation there. You know, that's his comfort spot. It wasn't able to convert. Still a huge game, you know, put up a triple double. Um, you can't really ask for much more than that. But when it, when it mattered, um, you know, it just, they just weren't able to really execute, uh, down the stretch. And one thing I, I will say about James, um, and, and Russell, I mean, both of them, they look awful, especially in the fourth quarter. I think James only took like three shots himself. But man, I mean, I shout out to them for keeping their head in the game, man. And, and they, they, they bought their asses off on defense to, to, to seal that game. Um, cause yeah, man, James with the clutch block, uh, you know, Russell obviously, you know, being able to, with, with, the, with the quick hands, you know what I'm saying? Able to, uh, you know, get, get his hand in there and, and, and disrupt things. 
So, I mean, you know, say what you want about Houston, man. I did not expect that small-ass team to, to, to seal it at the end with defense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> put the clamps on them. Yeah, I'm saying, and who the hell would have expected a, a, a PJ Tucker, a PJ Tucker floater to be the offensive uh, dagger? <laughs> like, like, right. Like nobody thought that shit coming. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I think you know. Uh, shout out to Chris, uh, Chris Paul, man. I mean, he, he, you know, the heart of a lion. Um, you know, nobody expected OKC to get to where they were. They literally had the same record as Houston. It wasn't like no uh, big seating difference. Um, it just, just wasn't their day. This wasn't their day, man. Uh, so you know, Houston get, gets to live on another, see another day. Obviously, they get uh, L.A., which you know, I think that's what we all wanted to see. We want to see how Anthony Davis is going to handle this small ball lineup. Was he going to be able to exploit them down low? And I, I have questions and concerns about that. Um, I mean, uh, he's looking like it's going to be barbecue chicken, but uh, <laughs> sometimes barbecue chicken is too spicy for you. Sometimes so, uh, so you gotta, you gotta just be aware. Just be aware. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to it, though, man. It's going to be a good series. Um, we'll see, you know, as an excellent defensive team in, in the Lakers and against an excellent offensive team in Houston. Um, I, I don't know what to expect. I think this is going to be one that might be um, might be a little more interesting than people, than people realize. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it's not too much for the first round um, to, to talk about. So, because the second round has already started. I mean, one team is – was uh, until today was uh, you know in danger of getting swept. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, uh, let's just uh, start with the second round. We we got uh, my uh, Miami uh, versus the Raptors. Wait, yeah, the Raptors. No, that's not the Raptors. Um, they uh, they got uh, Miami got um, Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee, the Bucks. My bad. Uh, the um, current reigning uh, MVP. Yes. Uh, all right. Is, isn't he the, the next MVP as well? Possibly. I mean, possibly. I mean, I think he could win it. I mean, they might give it to yeah. – they could give it to James. They could give it to It's LeBron. a possibility. Who um, knows? But I think he, he might he might yeah, got it. them. Um, Miami's looking pretty, pretty uh, dangerous out there for him. Yeah, I mean they 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 come for him right now. Um, Don't you think Miami? Miami's looking good. I mean, I'm I'm not willing to say it's over, but at the same time, you know, we've seen Mike Budenholzer in the playoffs before. It's not necessarily his strong suit. He has a system that works well, but when it comes to in-game adjustments and you know adjusting on the fly, um, and not you know relying on a, a pre-installed uh you know uh, off-season uh you know or, or or training camp system to just kind of play itself out over the course of 82 games, you kind of see. Some of those, uh, some of those traits of his kind of get exposed in these situations. So you're going up against a, 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 a championship coach in Eric Spoelstra, seeing him kind of, you know, get out coached a little bit here. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, how this, the rest of this series unfolds. You know, they're down 2-0, and they, they going against a team that's, you know, conditioned like a motherfucker. You know, Miami going to bring that. They're going to bring that pain in four quarters. Sure. You know, they, they come in 100 percent stamina. Sure. You know, what I'm saying it's still early, just like uh, with. Uh, the Celtics and the Raptors, um, you know, they, they're currently 2-1. Um, third game was tonight. Uh, they won with a last-second shot. Um, Celtics is looking like they wanted more, to be honest. And that's what um, Miami's looking like as well. Uh, with these rounds, it's, it starts to separate who really wants it more compared, comparative to who 
doesn't really want it. So, uh, you know, it seems like the Raptors and the Bucks are, you know, this. Yeah, man, right now, I mean, you know, obviously you said these are, you know, best of four. Um, but, you know, at this moment, you know, obviously, you know, Toronto was able to pull this thing out, it looks like, tonight uh, to bring this thing back to 2-1. Um, I think, you know, um, Boston particularly, uh, I, I do like the way they match up with Toronto. Um, and I, I like the wings that they're able to kind of throw at them. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's, it's something that, you know, Toronto is, is, is used, to, used to dealing with. Um, and not having a guy like Kawhi, uh, really, you know, it really does change things, um, you know, in, in these moments. So, I mean, I, I don't know what to, what to expect here. Um, this could be one of those series that, you know, surprisingly goes seven again. Um, and, or it could be something that's very short, but I, I don't see Toronto bowing out that early. Um, no. you know, I think, uh, you know, we can say what we like about Kyle Lowry and, and you know, in the clutch, but no. I mean, I, th- I think he, I think he yeah, got a little bit more. That's the beauty. You know, people can always come back from these games. Yeah, I think Fred is going. He's going. He's going. Hoop, hoop to always come back. Cause, you know. You know what I mean? So we'll we'll, we'll see what they're able to uh, what they're able to pull off, man. But um, but yeah, man, I, I was I was impressed with what, what, what I've seen from Boston, man. Um, you know, Kimball is. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting a little more out of him to be honest. But um, you know, regardless, you know, this is probably this may be the deepest he's ever been in the playoffs. So, you know, I would like to see him turn it on, man, because, you know, I finally get to see, you know, Kimber, you know, in his playoff action, man. I ain't really seen him in games this big since UConn, you know what I mean, in, in the tournament. Um, you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, you know, I would like to see him rise to the occasion here. Uh, and I honestly would, would like to see Boston uh, in, in the finals, man, and in, in the Eastern Conference finals, that is, just because I think that would be, you know, an uh, interesting, uh, interesting outcome, you know, versus, you know, seeing a Toronto team minus Kawhi that might just, you know, be, be fine out there and just kind of, you know, yeah be fundamentally sound and, you know, make the right plays at the right time, play the right defense at the right defense. I mean, I, I would like to kind of see. Yeah, but if they face defense. Kawhi, they're going to lose. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I don't see them taking taking down uh, Kawhi. And I don't, I don't really see any Eastern Conference team really taking it uh, generally uh, from any of the right. Western Conference teams. But um, Yeah, it's right now it's possibly, you know, L.A., LA whoever, uh, championship to lose. Yeah, speaking Depending of LA. Yeah, it was catching hell from the from the Mavericks last the last round. But <laughs> yeah, they're looking a little, uh, suspect against the Mavs. Luca is going to be uh, probably a top five player. Do you think? Uh, what do you think was? What do you think was worse? Do you think? What do you think set black people back more? Was it Luca hitting the, the dagger from from the Black Lives Matter sign, or was it Deontay Wilder getting knocked out doing plays? Which 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 one was? Which was what was worse? Ooh, <laughs> um, I think I think it was Luca because he's from a whole different country, and it was, was he, he like Eastern European? No. Uh, so it, it could be so disrespectful because we don't know. Who, I don't know what the fuck is on the back of Luca's jersey. I don't know what that phrase is. Like I don't I don't I don't know what the fuck it says, but it could it be. Say, it could say. Oh, uh, white and proud for all we know. We don't know. Like, what does it say? I don't know. Like, what, what is it? Like, so I think the, the the mystery of that shit, you know, plus the shot, like it just had me off. Like had me all thrown off. Like I, I don't I don't know how to feel about this. Um, that was that was not a good look. Um, you know, I I did expect you know the Clippers to kind of do like the you know the was it the the, the, the James 
Reaper Roper, you know what I'm saying, clamp down on on, on, on the white hype, you know what I'm saying, like, like in the movie. Uh, and they, they did do that uh, for the most part. You know, they basically kind of shut that shit up. But it, it was it was kind of kind of funny, you know, watching them kind of, you know, struggle with that for a second there. But yeah, man, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the, the clips are able to do, man. Obviously, they are here against Denver. You know, that was another fantastic series between Denver and Utah, um, which came down to the wire. Um, but the Clippers look like they're handling uh, handling the Nuggets here in Game One. I mean, obviously, you know, like I said, probably a little bit gassed uh, from that series. Um, you know what I'm saying? So we'll see if they're able to kind of turn it on. But man, I, I don't I don't know uh, I don't know if I like this matchup that much for Denver. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a little little iffy there. Yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. I mean, Jokic will have to take advantage of, of Zubac, which is it's probably. Yeah, probably their biggest weakness, probably, uh, talking about the Clippers, um, is at the center position. So, I mean, if, if, if Yogi is able to kind of exploit that, you know, obviously they, they could probably get ran out of the gym in game one because they're so, because they're so gassed. But, you know, game two, we'll, we'll see how, what kind of adjustments are being made. Um, you know, MPJ, I, I don't know if he's, if he's, it's, it's a different world trying to go up against Joe Ingles than trying to go up against Kawhi Leonard. I'll just, we just go put it up, put it like that. Um, yeah, definitely. Two different players, I would think. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be able to, to do the things he was doing in, in, in the first series that he's able to uh, yeah, in, in the second one. But, you know, we, we shall see, man. I'm, I'm going to be entertained by it, man. I like them. And so, this should be a, a interesting uh, second round. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, obviously, Clips are, Clippers are still your, uh, your pick. Uh, the Lakers were my pick. Um, but you know, uh, Houston is the team that I I was probably Houston and the Clippers, man. I feel like you know it. These are the four teams in the West that I was thinking were the four best. Um, I, I did have Denver comfortably at four though, and the other three, um, you know, a little bit ahead of them. I think Houston is just so weird and just so built for like this pickup reckly kind of shit like that's going on in the bubble right now. That you know, I feel like they're even more dangerous than they were before. Yeah, they're. Definitely, it's definitely a weird team. Uh, in retrospect, I mean, it's what's Houston's identity? You know, I think their identity is what 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 is undergoing under the radar is Russell is basically their center. So <laughs> he, he's disguised as a guard, though. So and then they they play like this five out kind of situation where and basically Russell is basically just trying to his best to get into the paint uh, and, and and dominate the paint. But it is like we but we look at it. From a new school standpoint, and then an old school standpoint of a seven footer just being down low, right? But this is, you know, a guard taking it at the top of the key, getting downhill, um, right. and, then, and then and then making the passes out of there, um, you know, to the proper guys, and, and you know, obviously if all those fails at the shot clock, give it to James isolation, see what he can do, get to the line, get get to your spots, uh, pull up threes, you know how James, you know, you know his game is bad. So um, I, I do think, you know. As an offensive system, you know, the D'Antoni system is uh, one of those things that was always kind of built around like, this heliocentric model, like built around one player, kind of just facilitating all over the place. Obviously, we go, we know the, the Steve Nash. Oh, shout out to Steve Nash, the coach of the new coach of the Nets. Shit. Um, oh, but, yeah. Um, shout out to Steve Nash. Didn't see that shit coming. Um, no, not at but, all. <laughs> but, man, some of these players, man, they just, they just get, the, they just get the, the straight to the head coaching spot. No assistant. No, no. Uh, Nothing. <laughs> no, no prep. It's just like, and you know, it's just, it depends on if people like you because Derek Fisher, yeah. you know. Yeah, man. He, he, he got, he got the, the walk up quick. Yeah. So, 
yeah, it, it usually doesn't work. Um, you know, it didn't work for Jason Kidd either. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the closest, you know, the thing only the, the the thing about Steve Kerr was he was an executive first, and you know he was a GM and all that kind of shit. He was an announcer. You know, he did a few different things, um, and he got a few different vantage points of the game before he kind of just jumped into that. Um, so I do think he's a little different in that regard. But I mean, Steve Nash, I mean, he, he does know what he knows the game. So shit, I don't know. But I mean, so did so did Kid. So did you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, so did a lot of these guys. Man, I feel like Isaiah Thomas was another one kind of just jumped into it. I think he, Isaiah did okay for a little while. Um, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah, man. Shout out, shout out, um, shout out, Steve, man. But we'll, we'll, yeah, you gotta have some type of you gotta at least be somebody's assistant for a couple of years or something. You would think, you would think, man. Yeah. But I know I went off on a tangent, though, man. But but going back to Houston, though, man, you know that that, that system, that Steve Nash kind of system that was, you know, thriving in Phoenix, you know, really took off. Um, you know, uh, when you see, you know, two initiators in that offense versus just the one, it kind of keeps the defense off balance. They can't just focus in on one guy. They kind of gotta, you know, adjust on the fly to to whoever might be initiating at that particular time. And man, we even seen that shit have success with Jeremy Lee. <laughs> Oh shit! The Lynn Sanity era even thrived in the uh, Tony uh, heliocentric model. So I mean, it is a it is a very efficient offensive system. Defensively is where it's tend to it tends to struggle. Uh, but for some reason, these these uh, the, this short the short team is, is somehow being able to dig deep and and play defense. I don't know how, but you know we'll, we'll see how it. If Anthony Davis is not able to physically dominate down low, I'm going to be very concerned. That 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 is that is uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, it will be definitely be interesting to see them uh, play against the Lakers. Um, but uh, moving along, uh, the lottery happened as well while we were we were a little out. And uh, I don't care about anybody else. The Hawks got uh, the sixth pick, and yes, the Timberwolves <laughs> got the first, and Golden State got second. But that's, that's a little strange. Oh, man. Especially since Golden State is definitely going to be good next year once everybody's healthy again because they did not lose a single player from their dynasty except for Kevin Durant. Yeah, man. Um, I think it's going to be – I mean, the way the lottery shook out, I mean, we – obviously, this is a very weird draft, so we don't know how anything is going to go. Every mock draft been all over the damn place. Um but I mean, you know, the two the two players that seem to be on top of everybody's list is Anthony Edwards and the Miller Ball. Yeah. Um, Minnesota. I mean, a lot of people feel like they they can't really take Lamelo just because of his overlap with D'Angelo Russell. I kind of tend to agree with that. Um, D'Angelo is a little bit temperamental, and I don't know if he would like to be off the ball. Um, but at the same time, you know, Anthony Edwards, you know, he's a guy you know that's also going to need the ball. Both him and both Lamelo Ball, they are, they are on ball players. Um, I think Anthony Edwards is probably more inclined to be successful off ball just because I do think he's kind of a good catch and shoot kind of a, a guy who can, you know, maybe cut to the basket and, and you know, cause ha- havoc at the rim. But, uh, but yeah, both guys are very raw. Um, so, I mean, it's not, there isn't really anybody at the top of this draft uh, from Nash standpoint who's going to be like a ready made, hey, let's get to the playoffs, let's go, you know what I mean, kind of player, um, you know, outside of, you know, some of the other guys. Uh, that might be going a little bit lower uh, than, than, than these two. So, you know, Golden State, I think, you know, I, I don't think they should. 
I mean, they can go a few different ways. I think if they're trying to just win now, I think Obi Toppin probably is a good place place to go. 23 years old, he's a senior, um, you know, down there in Dayton. You know what I'm saying? He's a grown-ass man. He's going to come in from day one. He's going to know what to expect. Um, and he's going to, you know, provide some good uh, some good play playmaking for you uh, in the short role, you know, help help out Draymond in that, in that role, which is so key in that system. Uh, Draymond can't be the only one, you know, doing that shit. So, I mean, I do think he might be a good, a good fit for them. Is he good enough to go two overall? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, because, uh, I mean, a lot of people have the same mindset of like, man, if you get LaMelo, you know, it, it might be a little rough early. Um, but, I mean, it might right. work well uh, immediately just because, you know, he's not going to be asked to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, just pass to the pass to Clay and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You're one of the best passers that, you know, we've, we've seen probably, you know, um, you know, probably since Trey Young, to be honest, come out of the draft. So, you know, I, I think it, it it could it could be a good situation. You know, just have just complete the whole light skinned trio. You know what I mean? Just just yeah, <laughs> here, um, you know, everybody just you know uh, connected out here. You know, he's keeping connect the dots because uh, Steph and Clay, you know, for what for what it's worth, you know, they're, they're they're as excellent as they are. You know, neither one of them are you know just like setting the world on fire as passers. Um, sure. And and I think Lamelo could could potentially provide that. So you know, I mean, I think that that does those are two interesting spots in grab. Obviously, we, we're focused on Atlanta uh, quite a bit. Um, but you know, the Hawks obviously didn't get a top top three pick or nothing like that. So we're in a spot at six. You know, what I mean, where we could go a lot of different ways. Um, you know, I think I think most people are kind of zeroing in on Isaac Okoro, Devin Vassell, and Tyrese Halliburton. One of those three guys seem to be you know where everybody's looking at. Um, you know, I, I tend to have them in that order, to be quite honest. Okoro, Vassell, and, and, uh, and Halliburton. I, if I if we got either 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 one of them, I would probably be fine. Um, Okoro just brings that defensive. You know, he's the nigga that you can just sick on anybody. Just like, hey, shut this nigga down, and, and it just it's, you just know it's a wrap for whoever whoever that player is. Um, he could probably do that from day one. So that is just he can't really shoot, but I mean, at 19 and being such a hard worker, it's like you talk to. Anybody who, you know, obviously, you know, has, has seen this man, you know, obviously he's from Atlanta, you know, so I think he went to the Keecher and over there. Um, you know what I'm saying? If you, when you talk about him not being able to shoot, they almost take that shit as an insult. Like, man, what the fuck? Nigga, don't talk about Coral. Nigga, man, nigga, nigga, do everything else. Nigga, nigga, go be able to shoot. You know, like, nigga, he's right. Like, because, like, he's, like, such a hard worker and they take that shit personally. You know what I'm saying? Because they know he's going to be able to figure everything out. You know what I'm saying? They know he's, he's just such a, you know, he's such a grinder that, like, that shit's going to come. You know, there's a lot of guys who kind of, you know, weren't that great of shooters. We were able to work it out, you know, like the Jalen Browns, you know, another local guy. Um, we were able to kind of just uh, kind of hone that in as they've gotten older. Um, so, I mean, you got that aspect. You got Devin Vassell's basically a ready and ready to go three and D player. Um, you know what I'm saying? He can, you know he's going to shoot. You know he's going to defend. He may get pushed around on, on the ball initially because it's so skinny. But uh, every everywhere else, he's pretty much solid. And he, you could probably plug him in from day one. Um, but he might not have the upside of a Nakoro. Then you got Halliburton, who's just basically going to be a backup point guard, not really a technically a point guard, but kind of a combo guy who can play with Trey sometimes and who can kind of, you know, basically control the, the second unit. Um, you know, he can shoot. You know what I'm saying? He's a good off-ball defender as well. Uh, more of an off-the-shoot, uh, catch-and-shoot guy, not really a, a off-the-dribble shooter. But, I mean, and he can't drive to the lane worth a damn. But everything else, you know what I'm saying, he can kind of connect the dots really well um, for your team. So it, I think, you know, they're in a good spot. Um, so I'm not, you know, as as yeah. nice as it would have been to be at the top, you know, I'm not not too concerned at six. You know what I'm saying? You save a little bit of money on the cap, and you probably, you know, get more of a a, a fittable piece, um, you know, than, than you know, getting a, a piece that it's kind of like last year with uh, how they fell to eight and ten. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, we'd love to have Zion, but does, does Zion really fit with John Collins at the end of the day? Probably not. Right. Um, kinda, yeah, especially seeing what he uh, how he turned out. 
<laughs> you know, maybe that was a blessing in disguise. You know, ended up with Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, which obviously I don't think you could have done better. So hey, I, I, I'm optimistic. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see in October. Was such a strange time to say. Maybe um, shit. Maybe they said hey, this shit might get pushed back some more. Like damn, oh, bro. Damn. Like so, who knows, bro? Yeah. Um. And then it'll be like one of it'll be like the NFL uh, drafts and that. Strangeness. That was still um, so weird. It was probably the weirdest uh, things I watched. Yeah. Um, but you know, entertaining. So, uh, nonetheless. Uh, yeah. But uh, speaking of NFL, hey, football. One week from tonight. Wow. Uh, it's going to be football on on the the tenth. Uh, Thursday night football. So we're going to see what you know. What's gonna What's gonna happen? Kansas made it. It's gonna be, uh, you know, at least to the beginning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they made it to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> they at least made it to the beginning. Let's 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 check out Game Seven. Uh, you know, week yeah. week eight or something like that. You know, week nine when they start taking uh, bye weeks. Um, yes. That's 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 gonna be the the kicker. It's gonna be different. Yeah, but um, that is definitely gonna be different. I know. I know. We we both had our uh, different uh, you know opinions on how likely uh, the season was going to happen. But I mean, hey, here we are. I mean, we're a week out. It looks like it's going down. Uh, everybody's pretty much locked in with their fantasy drafts at this point. I mean, you know, a lot. Of, you know, there are a lot of people out there who still have uh, you know more leagues to draft and all that. But I think you know at this point, man, it looks like things are going to get going. I guess they're going to be playing in empty stadiums. Um, yep. Which will be weird. Um, I limit, I yeah, I mean, it's just I don't, like is the intensity going to be the same? I mean, basketball. I mean, I, I was kind of concerned about how that would look. I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't look too bad. Um, so maybe football in an empty stadium won't look as bad either. I guess at the end of the day, we've all seen empty uh, stadium football games when you know we might be watching a team that might not have been particularly good. Yeah, like a Jacksonville game or something. Yeah, <laughs> the intensity of a Jaguars game is what we'll get. Uh, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I don't know. But, you know, they're, they're using um, uh, the Atlanta Falcons' state-of-the-art uh, noise uh, pumping uh, technology. Uh, <laughs> and shout out the to stadium, so, hey. Oh, shit. Shout out to the other they, Roddy White, who apparently that was. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, they did say... You know, on the news that they were going to use that, so you know, we are in Atlanta, so they they admitted it. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what uh, this is going to be weird. Uh, piping in noise just seems like just like a, an odd concept in, in, on its face. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, I feel like this could be I mean, a season where we see a lot of passing yards because I think these quarterbacks will have a lot of a, a quiet confines in which to conduct their offenses. Uh, yes. Road, home, don't matter what. You know, they're going to be able to call out they, they shit. Um, <laughs> so It'll I think be a might... very pass-heavy uh, league this this uh, this go-around. So yeah. if you are uh, drafting for fantasy football, I would try to draft a good quarterback. Yeah, man. I definitely agree with that. I think we're going to see a lot of third down conversions. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> yes. the sound is not going to fit. Well, we might have the year of the kicker, a positive one. 
you know what? I didn't even think about that. You need know, to block out the noise so not so easily. It's just 50, 55 yarders just all over the damn place. It's, 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 it's 55, it. 65, you know. <laughs> it's like practice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a scrimmage game. We got it. Um, I don't really have too much to say about like what to expect um, because it, I will actually wait till week one because I there there hasn't been any excitement. There hasn't been any uh, preseason to know what the teams look like. Like we are week one is going to be straight up. You know the fifty three man roster. However, they're going to have this year. I so, gotta say. I gotta say, I am very much a fan of no preseason. Like, I, I do feel like yeah, I like it. Yeah, like, I, I like that. Like, we didn't need it. Like I, I don't, I didn't miss it at all. And I think it is, you know, very. Uh, it makes the start of the season that much more intriguing because it is going to be your first chance to finally look at these motherfuckers and what they look like. And sure, it might be a little bit of rust, um, but I mean, I, I think that it, that is kind of a it's kind of a, a unexpected victory. I think. Um, that maybe they need to just kind of just look into that shit. Obviously, they they worried about you know TV money, I guess, local TV, and you know you, you talk about you know what I'm saying I guess the the gate revenue from these preseason games, which I can't imagine you get that much of. Hey, people, people get excited, especially for that first one, uh, to really get in the get in the stadium and some shit. So maybe I guess it, the money does play a big role. But man, I, I'll be I'll be lying if I didn't say man, it is kind of refreshing not having any fucking preseason like that shit. It's kind of that shit's kind of a good look. Yeah, so um, I haven't watched any hard knocks because I don't care about any of the LA teams. Yeah. Um, so yeah, having having took a uh, a whiff of it, like uh, I don't care. I don't care about the Rams. I don't care about the Chargers. Yeah, LA so, doesn't care about the Chargers. Yeah. No, nobody cares about the Chargers. It's sad. Go back to uh, to San Diego. They Come care. They care about them. You know, stop being job, so. Man. Stop being so stingy and build a a, a, a quality stadium there. But so you know, it's about all about stadium. money. It's all about money. It's all about money at the end of the day. You can still worry about stadium. Can you have nobody in that motherfucker right now? Well, How no, that look? That's crazy stadium, for man. for Las Vegas Raiders because that that stadium is definitely done. And nobody's <laughs> going to be able to uh, to experience it. So who knows? That's pretty rough. It is rough. <laughs> You know, so hey, you know they're gonna try to they're gonna try to put people in there by the end of the year, but it's not it's not gonna happen, only yeah. because people can't listen. Um, no, they, 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 yeah, yeah, because uh, 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 yeah, we you know we're not even gonna get to this whole virus thing this week because it's just exhausting and all yeah, and all sides of it. <laughs> No doubt, man. No doubt. Man. Yeah, I mean, we're close to this thing uh, starting, though, man. I mean, it's you know we, we're gonna see. Uh, I guess his first game is what Houston uh, versus Kansas City. I mean, it should be a good, a lot of good offense. Yeah, it should be. Um, you know, I want to see how how uh, Pat Mahomes play now that he's the richest football player ever. Ever. Or, or signed the richest contract ever because he has to finish those. But those ten years before he's, you know, half a billy billionaire. I'm pretty sure, you know, if he plays his money right, he can he can end his ten years retire and be a billionaire. Yeah, I mean, he plays, it, he plays it right. He had, he had to play it right though. I don't, I don't know how smart he is. Not saying that he's not smart, but it takes a, a certain type of, you know, like if Marshawn Lynch 
got that type of bread, I can see that he can flip that and make make it to Billy. I can, I can see it. I, I, I can, can, I can yeah. definitely see. I can. You get the right person, uh, half a billion dollars. I think they can. They can. They can double that. You know, yeah. through endorsements, not even touching that money. You know, just you know, good investments and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, only time will tell. But it should be a very interesting game. Um, I mean, is Tyreek Hill playing? Uh, I saw that he was, you know, had some soreness or something. Um, I mean, my understanding uh, is that he uh, is, is going to play. I mean, I haven't heard anything uh, alluding to uh, the contrary at this time. Um, I would like to see everybody at full strength. Um, I mean, he's got he's got the hamstring, um, you know, that he, that he tweaked. But I think I think you know what I, what I'm hearing is that you know he's, he he should be. He's aiming to be to be ready for the, the uh, you know the the, the the week one game, so you know it, it'll be nice, man, to, to, to see him at full strength. Um, obviously, we want to see what the hell Houston's gonna look like here. Also, um, you know, with their whole new look team after trading DeAndre Hopkins, which is a move that a lot of people questioned. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was a Saints level bad move. Yeah, it was very weird from a value standpoint. I feel like there had to be something else going on there behind the scenes. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins has to not be getting along with Bill O'Brien, who's also the GM of that team. It's very oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he is the last GM of the league, huh? GM yeah. coach. Yeah, that's, it's it's a it's a conflict of interest. Like, it, it just really is. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think that kind of gets causes them problems. The Texans have made a lot of weird moves uh, during his tenure, and a lot of weird moves tend to happen when the coach is the fucking GM. So I just think, uh, you know, Nuke, I mean, being in, being in Arizona, that's a good spot for him. But it looks like O'Brien just wanted to make this move to have a running back who, you know, can, can receive, be a good receiver out of the backfield. Now you got two good receiving running backs in Duke and David. And, I mean, now you got just, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, for all of his talents, he's more of a possession receiver. He's not really a get down the field and get deep kind of guy. And that is literally all O'Brien bought in this year, I mean, between, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, um, obviously you got uh, Kenny Stills and, and those boys. I mean, they, they get down the field like they they, they flying. Um, so maybe he's just trying to do something different. But I, I, I'm very interested to see how this works out for Deshaun, man, because Deshaun does have a cannon and he can get that big. Yeah, he does. Um, so I, I don't I don't know. I, mean, I it's like part of me as I wanted to see it as a as a huge negative. Like like is this going to explode? I, I don't know. So I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it works out. And I'm definitely yeah, man. Only time will tell on that one. Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah. Yeah, but game um, one. yeah, game one. You know, week one, no, no uh, preseason, and uh, it's, it's a lot of uh, you know, we ain't gonna go through it uh, through this week one, not just yet. We'll probably do that uh, next week, uh, but. <clears throat> A lot of people are making some changes, uh, getting these uh, contracts, uh, extensions, uh, these running backs. Um, There's uh, new starting quarterbacks, and uh, running backs have moved to new teams. Uh, uh, How do you feel about that? How do you feel about these these, uh, running back contracts? Man, I mean, I think it's it's weird, man. You see Leonard Fournette basically get uh, get released out of this deal or, or waived, as they call it. Um, that was weird, man. Just seeing, you know, it was just a few years ago, man. He's like number four pick in the draft, man. You know, Leonard Fournette, man. That was 
he was not like somebody to be fucked with. You know, that was say that everybody knew he was just a dog coming out of LSU, you know, coming out of uh, you know, the high school circuit down there. I mean, everybody just expected, you know, big things. And it just didn't ever really pop off like that in Jacksonville. You know, part of that could be on the team not necessarily being good. But he also had, like, a lot of weird shit go down. You know, just missing games for random shit. You know, like, oh, man, fuck the team photo. Like, okay, you missing them again. Like, just, like, a lot of weird shit was going on down there. Um so, I mean, I, I think, you know, it might have been personality uh, disagreements as well down there. I don't, I don't know who, what, what was going on with, with Leonard, but, um, you know, be that as it may, he's, he's landed in uh, in Tampa Bay. Um, you know, hopefully he can get along yeah, with these people a little bit better. Because, um, I mean, I don't know what was going on in Jacksonville, man, but, like, these people, like, I don't, they just seem to always clash. I just don't understand what, 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 what they were doing, or I don't know. I, yeah, I can't, I can't you know, imagine. Some bad juju Yeah. Bad juju. You know? Um, at least he don't have to sell his house, you know, go you know, uh moving to Tampa Bay. Uh, I think all of that is relatively close to each other. Relatively. Yeah. Uh yeah, so, you gotta move. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, you know, it's that's uh pretty good for him. Um don't know how much he's he's gonna get um just yet. Um I, Not I a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a very minimum. But the type of team that, you know, Tampa Bay has right now, they're just trying to win this season. Uh because Tom Brady's trying to retire. Uh with that with with the seven. They are definitely uh, in win now yeah. mode. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Uh, between them, him getting cut, you know, you got Kamara, obviously, going through the contract negotiations yep. with mm-hmm. the Saints. Which uh, the um, Saints yeah. are paying attention to very closely because they they do not want to get rid of him. Because, you know, honestly, the place that he will probably end up if, you know, uh, if they don't be smart is that he will go back home to Atlanta. You think so? I, I would think so. Yeah. I, Listen, I, I have a feeling I, that Kamara would play for Atlanta. I wouldn't uh, trust me. I would love to see that. I mean, I can't imagine him being traded there just because I feel like no, he's no, too no, big I, of a rival. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't say traded. Just <laughs> awesome flute stuff. You know, just you know, just some something crazy. But I'm just saying he would end up. You know, the contracts don't go well. You end up being shipped somewhere, and you know somehow end up yeah. being a Falcon. I mean, I, I would, I would love to see it, but I mean, I think you know, just looking at y'all, man, like I just don't know uh, why y'all wouldn't just pay him. But I don't know really know the, the cap situation down there at this particular moment. I'm not looking at the sheet, uh, but I can't imagine y'all have that much to play with when you're, you know, obviously when you have a top flight quarterback who's being paid handsomely. You know, you typically don't have a lot of uh, wiggle room. As far as the salary cap's concerned, I do know that Taysom Hill received $21 million. Now, I don't understand how that can happen. And you have a guy like, um, you know, Alvin Kamara, who's, like, looking for his money. Like, that's kind of weird. Um, and, you know, and Taysom Hill is, is, is an interesting player, but I just don't think that there's any way on earth that he should uh, – his contract should be prioritized, uh, you know, higher than that yeah. of an offer running um, back. Yeah, yeah, that's – you know, but – that just shows that they they think their running running backs are uh, expendable, yeah. so they they treat them as such. That's why running backs probably the number one uh, position that they always have some some type of contract issue or you know they want to hold out uh, because they do the most work uh, on the offense. You know, second probably to the offensive line, uh, and they they don't get paid for it. Not for real, for real. Yeah. Um, so, 
it's pretty rough, man. That's why I just feel like, man, I was kind of just been saying for years, man, that they need to like form their own kind of union within the union or, or, or away from the union just because their situation is a lot different from everybody else. Nobody's getting fucked like the running back in, 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 in the NFL. Like, it's just from a financial standpoint, all the major sports, it's just something that continues to rear its ugly head and you just getting knocked over the head constantly. Um, and then they just run you to the wheels, fall off. And then obviously at that point, you know, obviously you see what happens to a lot of these guys. Like, all right, get up out of here. You know, so they don't get to play out their 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 deals. Um, you know, they get to the limit. They get to basically terminate them at will. Uh, but if a player don't want to on his contract, if he wants to stay home, oh, man, can you imagine this? What a terrible teammate! What a terrible player! What a terrible man! Right? Yeah. yeah. Look, look how they they treat uh they treat uh Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. What oh, he man, did, he's the worst. You know? Everybody hated that nigga. Everybody hated Le'Veon for what for for standing on principle. Um, right. So I mean, I just I don't I don't get it, man. Run, running backs, they got to do something. I mean, I think, you know, we were kind of talking about this in the NBA. You know, as long as you just continue to let some shit slide, it it will continue to slide. That that is that's just all it is, too. Um, you know what I mean? So they could just sit back and easily just say, look, NFL, since y'all y'all owners don't want to do this shit. NFL, y'all ain't gonna have no running backs right now. Like 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 we we all saying fuck this shit. Right. Um, y'all y'all got to do right by us, and I think something needs to be done specifically for the running back. Uh, because that that shit is just another level of uh, of, of CTE exposure uh, than all yeah. the other major positions. That is very true. That's very true. You know, that's definitely a position. If you want to do a strike, uh, you know, take it from the NBA. They can do a, a two game strike or something. Uh, <laughs> but that now that would uh, bring some impact uh, if all of the running backs decided not to run for a day. Um, but yeah, man, uh, shout out to Joe Mixon. Uh, he, he got, he got him a, a, a check, um, recently. Yes. Yeah. So that, that's a, that's a good look. Um, yeah, man. Um, let's pay the running backs. Um, cause you, you keep on playing bums as, uh, as quarterbacks, constantly, constantly. Uh, but shout out to Cam. Uh, he's uh, was announced to be captain and uh, starting quarterback uh, of the New England Patriots. Like no one knew that that was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, there at least you know. You know, Belichick didn't have a weapon like that. You know what type of plays he's finna write up for him? Crazy ones. Yeah, between them two, man, I think uh, this is something that they probably been. I was like, can you like, man, I finally have a mobile quarterback. You know, this is this is like this is a different world, <laughs> right? So I think that that could be something special, man. You have to game plan for those motherfuckers for years. He's finally got one. Uh, him and Josh McDaniels, that is uh, office coordinator with the yeah. Probably cook up something very interesting out there. Um, I don't know. Uh, what to really expect from that offense? They got running backs for days. I just don't know who's going to send and take but, that job. Yeah, that's kind of the exciting thing about this season. It's just a, a lot of uh, unknown to it. So much unknown. Um, so you know, I mean, it's, it's going to be it's going to be cool, man. Everybody, out, you know, I mean, if y'all done did y'all's, you know, fantasy drafts and all that kind of shit, man. I mean, I've been seeing Cam go high as fuck, bro. Like, yeah, he could be yeah. fucking with Cam this year. And just in our draft, he was gone in the second round. He was gone in the second round. I don't know but, if that um, he went in the first. Oh, the first round, yeah. He did. I mean, it's 
I mean, but we 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 can have a whole little segment on on the fantasy draft that we both experienced. Uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> just shout out to them, man. Those are wild boys. Those are wild boys. In women. Yes, yes. It's just, just it is a. It is an interesting cast of characters that that, that come together yeah. for, for that draft. Wild, wild boy and woman, <laughs> no, <laughs> no doubt, no so, doubt. So, oh boy. Um, so, yeah, man, that's the NFL. Uh, so, uh, have you uh, checked out this new show on HBO, uh, Lovecraft Country? Definitely caught that one. Uh, you know that one was it, it was very uh, it was it was it was different than anything I ever saw. Um, you know I, I don't think I've seen anything quite on that level, man. I like the way they just kind of tied that period together um, and, and kind of brought like this futuristic, you know, uh, you know, thriller element to it. Um, I, I think it was just uh, pretty well done, man. Uh, you know, I think you know just watching them. Yeah, um, Go throughout that movie, man, and the, the moves they were having to make, man. It's just the very the supernatural nature of of the uh, of, of the events that were taking place, man. It's just like a I, I thought I thought I thought it was I thought it was well done, man. It, it took me off took me off guard, man. I, I did not know what to expect, but I, I was uh, pleasantly uh, surprised by. Ah, <sighs> the show is. I I actually read the book. Well, I didn't read the book. Um, <laughs> I heard the audio book of. Of the book, um, yeah. it was interesting. I thought it was interesting then, and then um, I saw that it was going to be picked up as a show a few years later, and it was like, oh, that should be an int- a very interesting show. And then with everybody tied, Misa um, Green from Underground and Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams and whoever else, uh, it it's definitely uh, tackles a diff a lot of genres. Um, hey, racism happens, you know, supernaturally, uh, actually, um, but yeah, it's a pretty interesting show. Um, a lot of people aren't liking it. They, they're, they're getting confused by it. Uh, were you, were you confused? I, I, don't, I don't, I didn't find it, uh, I didn't find it to be that confusing, um, I mean, I, I kind of just, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to just let it continue to obviously develop. Um, you know, this is a, you know, this is something that's going to, you know, go over, you know, go over time. Um, so, you know, you can't really expect to, you know, basically, um, you know, get it all uh, right off the bat. So, you know, I mean, I, I think it, it was um, it, it was a pretty, pretty uh, a refreshing, uh, refreshing look. Uh, at, at things, man. I mean, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see it uh, continue to play out, man. Um, you know, I just, uh, yeah, man, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I don't think I've ever seen uh, Janae Smollett in something like this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, this was, uh, it, it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty interesting, dog. I mean, I, I don't, I'm, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna be interested to see how, how it plays out, man. It was interesting, man. Name was Atticus. Like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I just, hey, like I said, I, I heard the book 
on Audible, and um, yeah. yeah, it gets it gets wild. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been pretty. I mean, they changed a few things because um, it was a white man instead of a white woman um, in the book. But um, other than that, it's pretty pretty uh, spot on. Few uh, you know major changes, but yeah, it's it's gonna get crazy. It's gonna get. Very crazy because it, it pretty much takes all the the horror tr- uh, tropes and kind of show how racist they are. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's like you, you be in a haunted house, you know, you, you're dealing, you know, uh, with night monsters, and you know they're they're racist. Um, it's just secret societies. It's, it's all it's all there. So if you want to watch something. You know, check that out. Lovecraft Country. Um, yeah, so lastly, um, well, I won't say lastly because uh, shout out to um, Tenet, the Christopher Nolan movie that's supposed to be dropping this weekend. I don't know when I'm going to see it um, or, you know, check out, you know, because uh, maybe I'll check out a, a drive in or something. That would but, be nice. Uh, um, yeah. That shit would be dope. Yeah, I don't know about uh, theaters anytime soon. Yeah, man. Uh, it it, uh, it drive-ins, I feel like drive-ins should be making bank, or if, I feel like this is a good time to just uh, create a drive-in shit, like build one of the motherfuckers. Because, like, um, I mean, I think this, uh, that people are just going to be a lot more comfortable with that. I mean, hell, probably not just in 2020, but going forward, shit, I think, you know, this is just a time for a drive-in. Uh, to really thrive. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, the tenant looks like it's going to be uh, in the driving shit. That's somewhere we kind of just been, you know, we've been doing that no. shit for a second anyway. So I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds, you know, as, you know, uh, you know, movies start, continue to drop. Like, are people going to kind of flock to them a little bit because shit, I mean, Starlight is this shit still be kind of booming. Yo. Yeah. All right. I didn't catch. I didn't catch any of that, but um, oh. it probably caught it. We'll have to right. do some editing on this this episode a little bit. But um, look at the chopper a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, driving Peters is probably going to be the move um, coming up. Yeah, because um, yeah, I don't know. Just give it time because the the thing. Quick on the bar. The thing is not that people are getting scared that um, there's a virus out there. It's that people are <laughs> there are people out there that have that shit and just said fuck it. You <laughs> 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 just don't know where they're gonna be at. And yeah. the movies is definitely a fuck it type place. Yep. So you know, I would I would rather be in the safety of my own car or at, at the crib. Um, so imagine the motherfucker behind you just, just coughing <laughs> over and over and over again, scene after scene. <laughs> like, right. How awkward is that shit? Like, nigga, your popcorn right there. Yeah. Like, but, but just, just constantly coughing on that shit. Like, that, that, that would, that would cause some, some, some issues. Yeah. You got to wear a mask the entire time you're in there. Oh. That sounds uncomfortable. Nigga, even wearing 3D glasses is uncomfortable as fuck. For an entire movie, so you talking about trying to trying to wear a mask and that shit? That shit sounds yeah. awful. 
You can't go to no comedies or anything. You can't laugh. <laughs> um, she gonna be taking your mask off every drop of popcorn, like yeah, right. So, you know, I heard a rule um, in Vegas at a pool is that uh, going to you have to wear a mask unless you're going to going from a pool, eating, drinking, walking by a pool. <laughs> I was like, Bruh. so no mask then, pretty much. Like pretty much. I'm trying to see where where are the mask police that are going to be policing this shit. There's just going to be consistent just chaos between people because they're just going to get they just be calling shit out. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like it is now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people like, fighting over masks. Niggas fighting over sneezes and shit. Like, like all hell breaking loose. <laughs> Some motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's over with. It's over with. Melee out this bitch. Yeah. What you do? <laughs> you cover your mouth because you know people are already nasty before they they yes. never cover their mouth. Yes. So it's just like they still doing the stuff that they did before it was a pandemic. So, hey. <laughs> oh man, somebody clear their throat, man. You are you are endangering me, motherfucker. <laughs> Where's your mask? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, this is just a, a funny time in in society. The year twenty twenty is something we. I feel like they're gonna have this shit like in, in, in universities. It's like this shit is gonna be like a subject, nigga. Like, yeah, it's a, like, it's very it's very futuristic, but it's like more going into the um, what do they call it? Uh, dystopian uh, future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're stepping we're stepping into dystopian future. Uh, you know, with with some of this stuff, so. It's dystopian as fuck out here. Like, it's like even like sometimes I just look. I'm just sitting in the parking lot and I'm just looking at all these masks. That shit just looks. It looks dystopian. Like it. It looks like I'm not in reality. Right. Like you know, you see some people wearing masks. You see some people not wearing masks. You see some people coughing. You see some people coughing without masks. You just you know. (laughs) It's It's just it's just all around just. Yeah, man. When is election day? November third. Okay. Yeah, this, this is when we, all this, I don't even think it's reached its fever pitch yet. I think we're gonna see a few oh, more curveballs. Oh no, no, um, no! Wait until yeah. October seventeenth. Yeah. There's nothing significant about October seventeenth, but just <laughs> wait until October seventeenth. It's going down. Just, and we'll come back and uh, just remind me, uh, listeners, and we'll come back and you'll just see how crazy things have gotten from this moment to then. Uh, so, <laughs> mark it down. Shit. Yeah, mark it down. Um, uh, lastly, uh, want to give out you know a special moment. Um, uh, uh, rest in and heaven, uh, rest in peace to uh, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Um, you would know him as uh, Jackie Robinson or uh, James Brown. Our third good marshal, or famously, um, which elevated him to superstar status, T'Challa, or the Black Panther, um, died forty three, colon cancer, um, was battling the colon cancer yeah, for the yeah. last four yeah. years. That is, yeah, that's yeah, um, wow. Like, um, that's all I gotta I, say about that. I mean, yeah. it's an aggressive cancer. Um, he's been in some very action-packed movies. It is. Um, 
You know what I mean? Uh, it's just, just, you hate to see that. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, you know, you, you, you look to the family. You know what I'm saying? This man got a wife and kids. Um, you know, shout out to, you know, shout out to them, man. I mean, you know, I don't know who, what they might be going through as a result of all that, uh, or what they've been going through over the course of this time uh, as he's been going through that, um, you know, and, and still wanting to, you know, film and still wanting to, you know, bring these characters to life. Um, whether it be historical or, or fictional or, or what it is. Um, so, I mean, I think, you know, they definitely say, uh, you know, I mean, even, even the, uh, I don't know whose statement that was, but they were saying, you know, he basically looked at, you know, T'Challa as basically his crowning achievement, you know what I'm saying, bringing that shit to light. Um, and I mean, I, I do think it, it was, you know, regardless of how, you know, people want to feel about analyzing that movie, it is probably still one of the most impactful movies in the history of this country, you know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, I think uh, it was just a, a, a very big deal, not just that character, but a lot of the other ones that he brought to life. So, um, you know, I mean, I think we just got to shout him out and just, you know, um, the, having the ability to, you know, push through that um, and film, you know, through all those and, and you know, you know, through all the, the, the weakness and all the, 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 I don't know, likely chemo, I don't know exactly what he was doing, but um, mm-hmm. going through all that, man, that shit is no joke. Um, you know, battling, you know, villains and all this kind of shit. So, man, I mean, like, definitely just want to, you know, send, send out the condolences there, man. And it, it's going to be, it's going to be rough, man, uh, watching that, that, uh, you know, watching that series uh, continue to unfold, you know, with the sequels and all that without him in there. It's going to be high. <sighs> prayers, prayers out to his family, really. Because that is, that is rough. It's been a rough time. Um, especially in times. What was that? I definitely caught us off guard with that one. Um, I did not see that shit coming. Yeah. Off. Um, no, did not expect. You know, did not know that he was he was bowing that. Well, not knowingly until you know you look retro in retrospect that these last like probably year he's he's been looking in a little a little sickly. And you know, people are joking on him for it, but I was just like, I've, I've known a lot of sick people in my life, and that's that's not a good sign when you when you just look that that skinny and just you know, yeah, he's, he's looking a little little frail throughout you know his his interviews and stuff, but he still pushed along. He was he was uh he said he was gonna act until his last breath, and he, that's what he did. He did that man. So yeah, man, shout out to him, man. Um, you know, RIP, and we, you know, obviously we just gonna, you know, obviously just, just, you know, I, I guess we can just, you know, ride out on that, man, because, I mean, it's, it's, um, yeah, man, I, I think, uh, I think that's all we can do, you know, at this point, man, it's just, uh, you know, send, send that up, and, yeah, man, look and, 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 and prayers out to the family. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, man, and that is our show from the South of Love. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties. Uh, thank y'all for being so patient with us. And we will be back like we never left.